Babylonians. Hey there, hi there. Since 1998, Stamps.com has been an indispensable tool for nearly 1 million businesses. Stamps.com brings the services of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS shipping right to your computer. Yeah, that's right. Whether you're an office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. All you need is a computer and a standard printer. No special supplies or equipment. Within minutes, you're up and running, printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. And you'll get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. No traffic, no lines. Cut the confusion out of shipping. With Stamps.com's new Rate Advisor tool, you can compare shipping rates and timelines to easily find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk. And with my promo code, code pod p-o-d you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale no long-term commitments or contracts just go to stamps.com click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type pod p-o-d that's stamps.com promo code pod stamps.com never go to the post office again Hello Babylonians! I know a lot of you have been with us for a long time, even from the beginning, and we cannot say thank you enough. And I know a lot of you have been asking a lot lately, how do you make your own podcast? Well, it's simple. I use Anchor. Anchor Anchor.fm, which is the website, or there is an app, or you can go on your computer, whatever you want to do. It's the easiest way. Um, It is run through Spotify, so that is one of the first uh, platforms that you'll be able to distribute your podcast out onto, and there's lots of different, it'll stream to at least, I think, 10 different platforms, or more. um, I'm going to give you a quick rundown about how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today, today, and tell me what your podcast name is, because you know I'm going to listen. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. I know a lot of you have been asking for video. Don't worry, I'm working on it. With Anchor, creators can earn money, yes, yes, you heard that right, in a variety of ways, including ads like this one and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. That's what sold me, even though it didn't have to sell me because it's free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Happy listening. Hello hey, there. Should we start introducing ourselves every episode? I was thinking about that. I'm yeah, because like, I know, because whenever I listen to Morbid, they're like, <laughs> they say their names. <laughs> I'm, I'm still Shauna. <laughs> I'm Shauna. She's not, though. I'm not, though. <laughs> I'm Nicole. And I'm Shauna. 
I'm the one that usually will make the side comments and will giggle and you'll hear vaping on the side. And we'll talk about swallowing <laughs> toilets with our vaginas. That comes from the Shauna side of the story. Shut up. I don't talk about that on, on air. <laughs> and I am not editing it out. <laughs> you fucking Shauna. And Nicole is the one. She's my sister and she is the one that does all the reading and most of the talking. In the research, in the yes, editing. Yes, yes, I saw it as my side piece of the podcast. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> so, if this is the first episode you've listened to, welcome. I'm here for the joy ride. We are bloody babbles. <laughs> yes, we are. And we do that. You know what? And, like, when we picked that name, because I didn't decide that name with Shauna. If you've listened since episode one, you remember OG Kelly. We love her. And we love her very much. And one day, one day. It will happen. It will happen, and she will be back on here. Even if I have to kidnap her from her house two and a half blocks from me. Or we just... drag her. Or just show up at her house and be like, guess what? We're going to record today, and you don't have a choice. <laughs> that would be... Thank she you. would love that, though. I mean, like, if we just showed up with all the equipment, with, like, these major headphones on, and, like, I don't know, like, looks and like... And I'll have a bottle of wine, because me and, me and uh, <laughs> Kelly drink, but Shauna does not, because she's seven and a half years sober. It's true, it's true. Boom, 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 boom. So, anyway, thanks Anyways. for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Thanks for telling a friend. So, now we're going to change our intro every time now. Yes. And we'll definitely start introducing ourselves, because... <laughs> I think we just talk and just hope for the best yeah. kind of thing. And if you hear a little squeaky thing, it's because I have a baby. Shit. And he sometimes is present. Mm-hmm. And he's pretty cool. And he's a happy little guy. And he eats a lot because he's two months old and he's weighing over 15 pounds now, I'm sure. He has a chunky monkey. He's a chunky baby, chunky baby. Super healthy. So, um, no big news like to like jump into or anything. Um, I don't... I haven't seen anything crazy in the true crime world, so that's fine. Um, really? Except that um, fucking oh, no, 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 Gacy's... No. Oh, yeah, Ron, Ron, Ga- Ron Gacy. Hey. Hi. John Wayne Gacy. Um, if you don't know who that is, I don't know what level... Get out of here, clown. <laughs> he was a serial killer in the 80s? <gasps> no, it wasn't the 80s. I don't. I think it was sooner than that, like the 60s or 70s. Yeah. We never covered him because he's pretty fucking notorious, Pogo the Clown, and he liked to kill boys and would put them in his basement. So, you know, just casual things, but they just identified another one of his victims. Yeah. After 45 years, so. Um, I mean, I'm 40, so that'd be the 70s. So, yeah, 70s. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. So, and it was a 21-year-old, oh no, I don't remember his name. It's all right. You can, um, I, I, it's on our, um, Facebook page, because I tagged us in it. Yeah. Yep, yep, So. But yeah, um, they just identified another one of his victims, so he's, his family can get that closure, because I couldn't imagine, I just, ugh. All of it is just gross, but. Not only to be, like found murdered and everything but to realize that you were murdered by one of the most notorious one of the most notorious serial killers like right love much love to his family yes hopefully they can find the peace now knowing that um he'll be properly that his body's been found and there's no more i mean no more like oh gosh what if what is like the rip off the band-aid part has happened i guess yep and um, now they can start like truly grieving which is just like crazy to go 45 years but um yeah so that i okay there was something big i complete i it's fine it's today is we don't normally record on mondays um and um 
And it's November 1st for us. November's here. November 2nd for you. (laughs) And still no Wyoming. And still no Wyoming. I've been checking. We have more Kansas listeners, so I thought that was cool. Thanks, Kansas. A little Kansas. A little skillet. Okay. Okay, that beating. That's my freaking dog. That's her tail. She's super happy you're listening, too. Yes. Zoe (laughs) says thanks. Come on, Zoe. Lay down. You little poop stain. But, um, so if you know anybody in Wyoming, let them um, send them our way to listen. Yeah, send them the link. It's everywhere and everywhere. So yeah, um, we need Wyoming. That's 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 the fifty the fiftieth state we need. We yeah, have, we have the of District them. of Columbia. Yeah, what the heck, man. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm excited. Thank you. I yeah, thank it's you. Like, it's like what the heck, man. <laughs> okay, okay, Washington D.C. <laughs> Call Wyoming and be like, yo 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 yo. Listen to these weird ass sisters. They're kind yeah. of fighting. They actually introduced themselves on this episode. Go. Go seventy something. Um, we're almost. We're get. We're coming up. I think around March is when the hundredth episode will come out. If I did my math right. And um, yeah. So, and we're gonna be finally after over a year. She's gonna say this. I think. I just don't think she should say it until it actually happens. But go ahead. Just kidding. Now I'm gonna leave you all in suspense, <laughs> and now you can't know. I'm just gonna put a bleep there. Okay. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> or a cow mooing because we're in Kansas. Yes, there's that. So Wyoming, we need you. Yeah, we need you. Move <laughs> over here. Move on in with us, please. Um, um, um. Uh, okay, so it's November. So I've talked about the weekly variety a bunch on our um, podcast, and they actually haven't released an episode in quite some time, but. Um, one of their hosts, I don't, I think, I want to say she's gotten, or she's getting married very soon. So we just want, I wanted to say congratulations to Tori of Weekly Variety Podcast. They've got like 40-ish episodes. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's that many. I don't know. But congratulations to her and her now hubby. Oh, Um, so she's got married? She's got married or is about to get married. I, I talked to Kelsey the other day because me and Kelsey um, are birthday twins and I love her and adore her. And you guys just need, if you've never started listening to them, you need to because those girls are fucking hilarious. And I and just. What is it again? The Weekly Variety. Oh, See, right. Apollo says go listen. So go check them out. Um, I don't know if they've ever gotten Alaska, but they need to. They need Alaska. They need Alaska. So we have Alaskan listeners, the beautiful Alaska humans. Go listen to the Weekly Variety podcast. They talk about just random stuff, not some, they have a couple true crime things, and then, like, UFOs, Bigfoot, like, just... Fun. Yes, all fun. I love them. So, um, um, yeah, there was something else. Oh, um, because Shauna just put on her Bloody Pebbles podcast sweatshirt. (laughs) Hoodie. Hoodie. Um, we still have merch up, and, um, I talked with my brother, um, who owns Angry Gnome Apparel. Um, angrygnome.shop. We will have the link in every episode from here on out. Um, they're going to keep our collection up for quite some time. Thanks, Phil and Cass. Yes. So um, they just shared a video of my brother introducing himself and everything. I don't, no, I don't think we shared it to our page, but um, just introducing him and about why they started Angry Gnome. And we've gotten, okay, so I now have three shirts. Um, I got one of our podcast shirts, a 
true crime podcast and chill and i got this super cool um moon mm. phase one with the mountains yes. and i surprised shauna with it because she did that's she how i me. gift her things because she helps me raise my children <laughs> and that's just how we do things here and i beyond appreciate it and it's really and i got one too for myself so we get to matchy match it's the cutest i've been in love with that shirt since i saw the design and then and our, and then our sister-in-law, sister-in-law who's one of the co-owners of the shop has it as well and she wore it when she came to visit and i was like that is the shirt i've been and so I bought it for her, she and she did. hit me with it three times. I did. And it was great. So, yeah, angrygnome.shop. <laughs> Go Which, check them out. Sorry. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, I can't even describe it. Like, the sh- yeah, shirts are true to size. I wear an extra large, and it's, like, perfect. Um, my sweatshirt's 2X because I like my sweatshirts bigger. Heck, but, yeah, who doesn't? Yeah, I'm like, uh, and especially because it's sweater seasons now, so. Yeah. Hoodie season. And the material season. is fantastic. It's not going to shrink. It's not the, the, the artwork. Whether you get our design, whether you get a mm-hmm. Bloody Babbles or not, or you just like fun yeah. Outside stuff, funny stuff, silly stuff, scary stuff. They got some spooky stuff up still. Yep. Autumn stuff. Um, yeah, f- a lot of fall fall line and everything. It's but just, it's not going to peel. Yeah, um, it's, it's really made very, very well. And it, 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 the price for the product, yep. f- phenomenal. I was going to say phenomenal. I was phenomenal. I was going to say fin fucking nominal, but I couldn't. It's fine. We're fine. It's Monday. Go check it out. Prices can't be beat. Yeah, I was the, like, even if you don't want, like, our t- our merch line, like, definitely go check out just good quality fucking clothes. Man. And you're helping a family. Yes. And you're helping our family. Our family. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Our fam plan. So. Apollo yeah. says go. Yeah. All right. All right. Now. Onward. Onward to not so happy fun things. Um, are you just? Thank you, Angry Gnome, for for um, for, for keeping us, our yeah, yeah. For keeping our product alive and and um and yeah. selling it and um I can't think of the right word. Not conspiring with us. That's the wrong word. Collaborating. Collaborating. Thank you with us. We yes, and keeping it on there. And mm-hmm. you know, we'll just we'll and they always have like little sales going yes, on on different things, and they have it like posted on their site. So yeah. Check them out. Go love them. AngryGnome.shop. S-H-O-P. Um, yep. Okay. So we're going to jump into now some not so happy things. So, okay. As I was researching this, this is another Nate case. If you Thanks, don't, Nate. If, if, if you're new here, um, we have this amazing friend on Twitter. His name is Nate. And he suggests cases to us. He actually just suggested two more to me. So I need to add them to my list. Fantastic. And um, a lot of them are women killers, not necessarily serial killers, but just women murderers, um, which is really kind of fascinating. And I remember you told me that Dawn really liked the fact that um, we did those type of cases. So, hi, Don. We love you so much. I was about to say that it's been a little, it feels like it's been a while since we shouted out Don. Yeah. Don! We love our Don. We love you, Don. Um, yes. She's a freaking phenomenal woman. Yes. Kick in cancer's butt. Yes. Yeah. She's, she's fucking, she's, she's the on, bee's knee dude. She's on an uphill swing right now. Yes. And it's beautiful and we just love her and adore her. So, yes. but yeah. So, love you, Don. Love you, Nate Dog. And, um, so now we're going to talk about Cindy Reese. Um, that's who this case is about. Um, so I, there wasn't a whole lot in every article that I kept clicking, like. <laughs> I'm sorry, please. I have to babble for a second. So Nicole's dog, Zoe, she used to have this huge growth above her eye. Yes. And so it was getting so large that Nicole um, took her to the vet and, and Zoe had to get it removed. Yeah, well, benign fatty tumor. 
It was. But it it was, was pretty. It was like it the was, size of a golf ball. It was so big. And it was okay. above her eye. So it's like now Zoe looks like she got a shoddy facelift because one eye looks like it's really, open. We're going to have to post a picture. Okay, and, and as I'm telling you this and we don't have video cameras, I am showing you what this dog's eye is doing. <laughs> she it is, looks like she's giving you like a weird stink eye. Well, okay, and she has two different color eyes. It has nothing to do with the thing on her on her head that was yeah. removed. Yeah. She's got a blue eye and a brown eye. And um, the blue eye was the one that had the, the, the tumor. Face, the, 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 the lift. The, right? And so this blue eye just stares at me wide-eyed. And the other eye is just like, hey. Normal. Hey, Auntie, I love you. But the other one is like, what are you doing? You can pet me? Sorry. Uh, there you go. That's what I'm doing right at the moment. <laughs> Sorry, sister. Continue. <laughs> it's okay. But I've. I know what you mean because I'm, I'm like, oh, Zoe, why are you giving me the stink eye? Why is only why is only half of you surprised yes, to see me? Yes, it's two completely different looks. It's so I was boring. hoping, and like I've tried to stretch it to go back to normal, and she'll never look the same again. It's and now just, we called her Frankenweenie there for a while because yes. she does have a scar on her head. So yeah, we'll definitely post a picture, <laughs> just of Zoe by herself and her okay. surprised eye. Zoe. Yeah. She's such a good girl, though. She's a pretty dog, mm-hmm. but I think she just passed gas, and now I can't breathe. Okay, so back to the case. Sydney Sorry. Reese. So, couldn't find a whole lot. Like, I found a little bit, so um, we're not going to jump right into her crime, but I will do my best with what I've got. So, it's now that we've done a whole lot of babbling, that's what you're here for. So, Cindy <laughs> Reese, um, we're going to start with 2009. Um, I don't even know how old she was. Ooh, I want to say in her 40s, but I could be very, very wrong. Because now that I think about it, I didn't see her age. So I don't really know. So great. So she married her husband, Michael Reese, in 2009 after her first husband completed suicide. So um, they were super active in their local church. I'm not sure anything about her first husband. Um, Sid- Sydney or Cindy? Cindy. Okay, sorry. C-I-N-D-Y okay. Reese. Are you looking up her birthday? I'm going to. You keep going, girl. All right, great. So, um, we're just going to jump right into it. So, um, she was, like I said, they were super active in their local church. Um, And um, there is the pastor of the church. His name is Jeffrey Brown. I call him Jeffrey sometimes. Sometimes I use his last name. Sometimes I use just Jeff. I tried to make it to where my notes were consistent, but I never am really good at that. Um, so, um, so he's the pastor at the church. She was in charge of the music and they, of course, began a love affair because, you know, that's what you do with your priest or not priest, a uh, pastor at your church is have an affair because that's in the Bible. <laughs> so it's fine. Um, yep. so eventually this affair is found out by their church leaders. So Jeff is, um, forced to step down from his role because he was like, okay, it's not in order, and now I'm going to be stressed out. He's a senior pastor, and it's the Sardis Baptist Church, and that'll come back around. Sardis? Sardis. A-S-A-R-D-I-S. Wow. S-A-R-D-I-S. Okay. Sardines. Bye. <laughs> okay. That's all I can do. Zoe? Oh, my God. Her gas. I can't breathe. Um, so, Sardis Baptist Church. He ended up stepping down from his role before the news broke to the whole town, and it's unclear if Michael Reese knew about his wife's affair. According to um, the outlet, which is this website I used, um, al.com, 
Um, after Jeffrey stepped down from his position as pastor, Cindy ended up giving him money for his car and his apartment. I bring it up later, but she had they had a savings account together that she kept from her husband. And um, Michael, uh, no, not Michael, that's her husband. Jeff, the pastor, he would he'd take he paid for his apartment. He paid for the car that she ended up buying, helping him buy. Mm-hmm. Like, he took care of all the expenses with it, but she was, like, living this secret second life with him and not telling her husband about it. She was 40 when this went down. 40. Okay, I thought she... Because okay, I almost said something that we're not... Because I, I don't know anything about this, and then I just... I was like, and never mind, we don't know that part yet. So, she's 40. Okay, great. Okay. So, now When this gonna, happened. So, that's the little bit of background. They were active in their church... Um, I mean, her husband looks so, so sweet. Like, he's got such a sweet, kind face. Like, one of those church-going people that doesn't suck in real life kind of thing. Sorry, I'm not going to bring my religion into this, but I have a very love-hate relationship with organized religion. It's the same. Same. Spiritual all the way. But if you have religion and it works for you, hell yeah. Go for it. Keep going. Go, boo-boo. Do your thing. Pray for me, because obviously I need it. Um, (laughs) I'm fine. I'm all over the place. So we're going to just jump right to Crime Day, which was February 18th, 2015, a Tuesday, as always. I was going to say, Nicole, was that a Tuesday? It was a Tuesday. Tuesday. Always a Tuesday for you who have not been listening for a while. That's when our episodes come out every week, and we rarely miss a week because I have OCD. So (laughs) February 18th, 2015, now I'm going to have to look up and see if it was a Tuesday. Um, Cindy and Michael Reese went to church, and Cindy originally told detectives that she went to a local store afterwards. So that story comes back around about how her story unfolds, and that was what she said in her testimony at the trial. So when she returns home, okay, um, uh, let's see here, let's see here. Do, 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 do. Okay, nope, never mind, I'm just going to read my notes and then we'll just get to it. Okay. Um, when she returned home, she told them she found the house ransacked and called 911 at around 8 p.m., um, which is this. Uh, the mirror reported. Um, that's one of the, I used two different articles for this story. When the police arrived on scene, they found the body of Michael Reese. Okay. I'll bring it up later and I'll probably just repeat it because it's in my notes. But when she went home, she just found her like coffee table flipped over and some of her house in disarray. So she grabs a phone, goes like backs up and goes back outside and doesn't even know that her husband is dead. Quote unquote, doesn't know he's dead at their back door, which how he dies is a little bit okay. horrific. So, just being somebody who doesn't know this story. Yes. If I walked into my house in 09 and I didn't have a cell phone, I don't know. I don't. I guess she's backed out, so she probably has her cell phone. I'm trying to think. I was thinking of a landline, but okay, no, whatever. She, well, it was 2015, but she. Oh. No, it said she grabbed her house phone. Okay. Yeah. Because technically, you you don't want to you don't want to fuck up the crime scene. You don't want to so yeah, like you're gonna back out. I mean, may, I'd probably call out for my husband. I don't know. I don't know. I don't just playing devil's advocate or or right, the, right, right, the, right. The, the, I, like, No, no, no. We're just painting a painting a picture for you right now. Just okay. Right. You gave me a look of like, why the fuck was she back out of her house and? Well, yeah. Like, if you see that your house is messed up, I'm like, I would. I, well, I would do that. I'd be like, babe, babe, where you at? Hello, I don't have a babe. I just have a baby. Baby. Baby shark. Okay. But yeah, I'm like, I would call out and be like, hey, like, Michael, are you okay? Like, are you, or I would, I feel like I would, I wouldn't touch anything, but I don't know. I don't know what I'd do. I'd probably just, I don't, I'd probably just pee. I'd probably (laughs) stand there and pee and ruin the crime scene. (laughs) 
That was me. I would want that to answer. Right well, if he doesn't answer me, and you know you just dropped him off at home after leaving church, and you yeah. go to the grocery store by yourself, That's and you true. come home and find your house yeah. ransacked. I would probably look around and make sure, yeah. Like, I would, where, especially, You're right. I don't know if they're, like, in my parents' house. My parents have a pretty big house. Mm-hmm. So if they weren't on the main floor, I would be, like, frantic, and I'd be calling 911 as... As I'd, I'm looking. As yeah, I'm looking, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, um, okay, I just got home. My house is fucked up. Someone broke in. What can, should I go look for my significant? Yeah, the operator stay on the line. Oh, I'm fucking staying on the line. Like I'd be like, you get someone here right now. You are my right safe, now. You are my safety blanket right now. Okay. I'm not crying yet because I need to know because yeah. he's not answering me and I'm scared. Yes. I don't know what yes. the unknown is. So that's, that's how I would approach I, it. But this I bitch, agree. She that did I not. She just went outside. Okay. So, um, yeah, she calls around 8 p.m. Um, when the police arrive on scene, they found the body of Michael Reese who had been shot in the kitchen in the rear of the home. Um, okay. Christian? Um, oh, that's one of, okay, it's one of the officers. Or no. Who's Christian? What is this name, Christian? Where did this come from? I don't know. Um, someone named Christian told Detective Sound, um, there was no, okay, yeah, it was a police officer. I'm fine, it's fine. Found no indication of forced entry and nothing was missing from the home. Um, Cindy wasn't arrested until about a month later when the detectives were able to piece together her affair. Yeah. So during, so, um, as we get into the trial, the prosecution argued that when the couple returned home from church, she shot her husband in the back of the head, described by Jefferson County District Attorney Danny Carr as an execution style killing. <gasps> Cindy then went to the Piggly Wiggly, so. Oh my god. <laughs> it's actually a Piggly Wiggly? Oh my yes. god. Yep. Um, That's in one of my favorite movies. I'm so sorry. I didn't know it's a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Better Off Dead. I love you, John Cusack. Um, yeah. I didn't know. Yep. So they go to the. So she goes home. They argue. She shoots him. She goes to the grocery store, buys groceries, returns home, where she stages the place to look like a burglary before calling 911. Prosecutors said. Wow. So during the trial. So this is going to kind of go into more detail than what I just, just the snippet I gave you. Cindy said she loved her husband and did not want him to die. Mm. She admitted to having an affair with Jeffrey Brown, but said Jeffrey became angry that she would not divorce her husband. Weird. His, their stories don't correlate at all. Surprise, (laughs) surprise. She also said that the affair started in 2013 after Jeff became the senior pastor at that Sardis Baptist church where Cindy was the uh, minister of music. So throughout 2014, the Reese and Brown family became very close friends. Um, the Reese family would babysit Brown's two children, Cindy said during her testimony. She admitted her and Jeff had a savings account together. Her name was on the title of his vehicle and the lease to his apartment. However, she said she only let him use her credit and she never paid any bills associated with the car or apartment. So she just, she had good credit. So she's like, yeah, I'll help you get this because I love you, boo-boo. Um, oh my god, that's that. Vince with me. Because <laughs> I, I am a ghost in the system. Go ahead and try to steal my identity. <laughs> You're going to want to give it back. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> she said the affair became sexual in the spring of 2014, although Jeff said it never became physical. So like I said, their, their stories don't correlate. And Wow. Yeah, they said it lasted till fall of that year when Cindy and Michael went on a trip to Disney World and reconnected. Um, Cindy said Jeff called her frequently through the through the trip. Quote, Jeff wouldn't leave me alone and let me enjoy my vacation, quote, she said in her testimony. 
She said the physical part ended, but the two talked still on a daily basis. So she, I guess, tried to re reconcile with Michael, even though he, she didn't tell him, hey, I'm banging the pastor. Wow. I didn't mean to say it like that. No, but you did, because that's I, what she was doing. That's what she was doing, but she didn't say that. So then on, okay, so this is how she said that February 18th went um, on her, on the stand for her testimony. What the hell is your big key? Home skillet? It's right over there, underneath the paper. Yep, out of the way of where it should be. Eco squish. Um, during the trip, oh no, wait, I already said that. On February 18th, 2015, Cindy said she went to lunch with Jeff to help him with divorce paperwork. He dropped her off at work after, and then Michael picked her up. The couple went to her mother's house and then to church. She and Michael went to Milo's and on the way home. I'm assuming Milo, Milo's is a restaurant. Okay. Divorce paperwork? Yeah, so Pastor Dude was working on divorce paperwork because he was also married. Okay. Yep. And um, Cindy said she needed groceries from Piggly Wiggly. And I don't mean to giggle, it's just because... Sorry, Piggly Wiggly was a restaurant in, in the movie, guys. Anyway. Yep. Continue. I've heard it always as a grocery store but anyways she said she helped um or she said he helped her take the food inside the house from the restaurant milo's and then she went to get groceries by herself investigators said when they arrived on scene that night there was a piggly bag with ham and orange juice in the in the home of course there is ham in it sorry because <laughs> it's a pig stop cindy then said she met jeff at a gas station 10 minutes away gave him 15 dollars for gas and then went to the store she denied giving Jeff a gun or jewelry at the gas station, which was in his testimony in court. So, um... What? Well, okay, so in his testimony, he said that she gave him a gun, the gun she used, and jewelry because she wanted to stage that it looked like their house was ransacked and that something was taken. So he was in on it? Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So when she got home from Piggly Wiggly, <laughs> the coffee table was turned on its side and the front door of the house the front of the front room of the house was in disarray. She picked up, okay, picked up the house phone, went outside, and called 911. She said she never saw her husband lying dead by the back back door. Because mm -hmm. she's a bad whore. Sorry. Back door of the home. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're fine. Nine. No, fuck her. 911. Wait, 911. No, 911 tapes. I'm fine. Well, I mean, it is the same. It's 911 tapes revealed Cindy was talking to another person when the line connected and telling the other person her phone was about to die. Okay, so I don't. That makes it sound like it could be a cell phone, but then again, if it's a cordless house phone, they yeah. could die until yes. you put them on the charger. I had one in my bedroom. That just aged me a little bit. According to the shut up, you're not old. Shut the fuck up. You're. Oh my god. Okay. Bye. According to the prosecution and cell phone records, oh, oh, it's a cell phone, guys. Cell phone. Okay. So there's a house phone. There's a cell phone. There's a phone. She was talking to dum, 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 Brown, mm. Jeff Brown. She said Jeffrey shot and killed Michael Reese after hiding in the back of their home and ambushing him. That outlet reported during her trial. So, in December 2016, Cindy was found guilty of her husband's murder after 90 minutes of jury deliberation. The outlet reported. <laughs> and, like that's. I mean, that's fucking fast. That's really fast. Like, sometimes they can take months on mm -hmm. jury deliberations. 90 minutes. This bitch lying. Lying ass. They're probably like, you know what? We're going to stay here and enjoy our lunch. And yeah. we're going to be like, now it's time to realize they she went to the Piggly Wiggly. Sorry. They went to the Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> they got something. Chicken tenders. Okay. Um, Brown testified about his relationship with Cindy and her frequent comments about killing her husband. 
He claimed Cindy said on multiple occasions that she would either shoot or poison her husband and plead, insa plead insanity if she was charged in his death. Um, Michael, of course, had a $50,000 life insurance policy. Reese was the first finish, or Cindy, I, sorry, like I said, sometimes I use her last names, and then I tried to change it to where it was consistent by. Um, she was the first beneficiary. FBI officials said Cindy called Jeff 11 times between the morning of February 18th and the morning of February 19th. Um, he called her back seven times. Ultimately, Jeff pled guilty to manslaughter and received a 20-year prison sentence as part of his plea agreement to testify against Cindy, which he did. He remains behind bars at um, Staten Correctional Facility and will be eligible for parole consideration in 2023. So what did, what did he do? Um, I mean, I know he's a part of it because he was aware, so like that's, that's whatever that's called. I can't think of the right word. Yeah. Accomplice. Yeah. Well... Um, in his testimony, he said she came and gave him the murder weapon. Right, but he didn't... I just... Okay. I because... 20 years for... Okay. All right. For manslaughter, because, yeah. Because he was... He knew, and he didn't go tell the police immediately right. or whatever. And okay. then he... I'm pretty sure... Oh, crap. I can't remember. Um, I was looking at something. Like, he said he went to the house... And I think may have helped her, like, try to, like... Disarray it or whatever. Disarray it or gotcha. whatever. And then, then he left, and then they met at the gas station afterwards, and that's when she passed off some of her jewelry and stuff okay. to make it look like a robbery gone bad. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Cindy in 2017 was found... Oh, yeah. Was found guilty in her husband's slaying and sentenced to four decades in prison. 40 years. However, last year... Um, okay, so this was 20... Uh, so that's 2017. Um, so this was reported in 2019 on the article I used. So it would have been 2018. It's fine. However, um, it was discovered that less than three years into her 40-year sentence, she was moved from Julia Tutwiler Prison for Women to a work release program in Birmingham. I'm going to have to fix that. Uh, the center was within walking distance to those who had investigated and prosecuted her within a short drive to Michael's still grieving family, and the transfer was carried out without notification to any of them before about what had been decided. Oh. Um, backlash over the move sent Cindy back to Tutwiler. Okay. So she was yeah moved to the work release program and then sent back to prison. So her first parole consideration will be in 2030. Dude, why work... She's the one who... Like, if anybody deserves a work release, possibly not... I mean, is dude who... Didn't the pull the trigger. Yeah. Cause, because they found her... Her fingerprints were on the gun. Like, like not even his. Like, he used... Like they, and it I wasn't even a year? You said, was three it? years. So, three years. Just three years. So... Oh, my. Because um, this happened in 2015. So, 2017 is when she was found guilty. So, that's, like, okay, recent. So, so, it happened in 2015. She was 40 in 2015. So, yeah. So, six years later. So, she's about 46 now. So, we've got eight more years before she's up. Well, it's almost 2022. So, I'm just rounding up. Gross, though. Like, I just... That makes... That's crazy how... I guess, hey, it pays to be a fucking white woman, right? Ugh. Ugh. Which is so pathetic. Yeah, it's so gross. Like, and it's just, like... People don't, it's like, people don't like to view women as killers. Like, it's just not a popular opinion. Mm -hmm. Like, that's why I think eventually, I think, I, I've i talked about Eileen Wuornos quite a bit, and I her story is sad and wild, and, and it's just, I mean, how she was killing men, I, I kind of feel for her. Like, if you don't know who Eileen Wuornos is, she was a 
prostitute who killed dudes who were pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. And not that that justifies going and killing people, but she lived a really sad, tragic life. Mm-hmm. And I've talked about that being maybe a Patreon episode because I know we don't, we don't, we haven't really touched on our Patreon at all. And um, I would like to change that, but I've got to get my shit together. Um, I I make sure we get an episode out every week, mm-hmm. but um, that's I think that would maybe be a good starter one, and we'll see what happens. I don't know. I, I want to move the microphone close to him so Don can hear him. Well, every time you like do that, like it gets really loud. Yeah. Like just him sitting right here, I'm sure she can hear hear him. But yeah, baby noises. But I mean, another one of our shorter cases because I couldn't. There was not just. And sometimes you just can't find information on, like, how they were as kids or anything. But sometimes they can be perfectly normal. Yeah. And then love could make you do crazy shit. Like. Lust. Lust. Yeah. yeah. And and greed. Because, yeah. I mean, he had a life insurance policy, and that's it too. too. Like, I know, like, $50,000 is a lot of money. But it's not a lot at the same but time. But it's not. That's like, like human life, Miss Super Christian. Come the fuck on. Yeah, like, Little Miss, Minister of Music. Like, uh, Jesus don't want you. Yeah. I'm sorry. Said, Remember Vince's shirt that he wore on Hollow's Eve? Yeah. yeah. Did you see it? Wait, the Dahmer... <laughs> No, no. How was it? Oh, you weren't here. We were carving pumpkins. Uh uh-uh. uh Okay, so you might want to plug your ears if you're super Christian. So I bought Vince a shirt, um, uh-huh. and it's a picture of Jesus on the cross. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, like, yeah, it's white Jesus, so it ain't fucking Jesus. But anyway, um, and it says on the top, it says Jesus loves you, and then underneath it says, but I don't. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Oh, okay, I think I remember you telling me about, like, you were going to get him that shirt. And if you guys, if you're on our Twitter, you'll see that I posted a picture of us together, and Vince was just like, oh, fuck this shit, or something. He put a gif. He did like it. He loved it before. But, but that's, the gif is the show that he wants you to watch. Oh, okay. Anyway, so. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. But, um, see, he does like me. He'll just never say it out loud, and he'll never listen to this podcast, which is fine, but one day, one day he will. One day. Yeah, I'm his wife. Fucking listen to what I do. Yeah. Episode <laughs> 10 and on. Like, damn. Get together, but episode 3 because it's Sean's favorite, and I will never not say that. Yes. Episode Especially 3, for real. It's creepy it gross. Goes. It's so... <laughs> I still... Yeah, that just... I got the visualization... Okay, sorry. We're, on the, we're doing this podcast. They're doing this one. This oh number, not 3. Oh my god. But this it is really good. Go watch. Go listen. Go watch. Go listen. Go watch it. Listen. One day we'll... Go we'll watch wait. it with your brain. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you listen. <laughs> I know, because some people have, like, talked to us about um, video, and I'm like, I don't like being on video. I don't really enjoy it. I don't like the way I look. Uh, granted, I can make myself look pretty, but it's fine. Like, I'd make sure my hair was, like, brushed, you know? <laughs> I'd make sure I sh- showered. The same. Same Z's. Same. <laughs> but you could be breastfeeding. I guess you could be. Whatever. It's fine. I know how to angle it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe one day. I think that'll be more catered to like Patreon stuff because it, that's you get some that's, that's Nicole Nip. Hello, Nipple. Hello. <laughs> that's maybe that'll be my New Year's resolution: is be get our Patreon active and going so we can get that. Just I don't know. Patreon's fun and exciting, and a lot of podcasters use it, and it's really it gives you bonus content and everything and. Now that we have a merch line, we can discuss that more with my brother and everything that people have access to. And yes. Blah, 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 blah. So, yeah. 
Um, okay, guys. Um, Tell them Wyoming friends to tune Wyoming, in. Wyoming, we need you. We need I you to listen. I want you. I need you. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Yes. <laughs> yes. Jesus. But I do want you, and I do need you. Mm-hmm. Oh, baby. Little baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fantasy and World Music by the Fighters. I used their creepy doll sound because I for a bunch of our episodes in um, October because spooky season, duh. But they do both of our um, intro sounds. Um, uh, yeah, I've got podcast or episodes sponsor things that I've thrown in there too and I always throw a promo of one of our friends I actually have a list now um I've got my life together you're welcome Um, so yeah go listen to our friends um yeah and go show some love Alaska to the weekly variety yes um they haven't they haven't recorded an ad yet but I think I'm going to beg them to um so um I'm not sure the date I don't I didn't ask and I don't think I disclosed that unless Tori gave me permission but congratulations on your wedding and I'm sure it's beautiful and I'm sure I'll go creep or make Kelsey send me pictures so I can see that I will not share but I just I love love if you guys have any um any people you want us to um yeah if you have stories you want us to cover (laughs) um if you have stories of your own we do um buddy babbles like I know my one of my coworkers talked about it too um we those those are so fun to read and Mm -hmm. and just um you can send those to us in any way shape or form um through our social medias through the Bloody, Bo- Bloody Bowels podcast page, um, slide into my Insta. Well, I say my Insta. It is my Instagram and Twitter. I'm the one who um, I'm active on those on our pages and stuff. So I will get them added in. Um, yeah. So and we're at Bloody Bowels podcast on Facebook. Yep. That's, and I see that. That's the only thing I'm on. Yeah. So. Twitter's Bloody ba- at Bloody Bowels. Um, Instagram is Bloody Bowels podcast. Gmail uh, Bloody Bowels podcast at gmail.com. Or if you know us personally, just message us on Facebook. Yeah. That's where I'm on mostly. So If you want, yeah, if there's any stories we haven't covered that you'd like us to cover, let us know. Yeah, and we'll even it. if it's big-name humans, like like, like I talked about, like, Eileen Wuornos, but, like, if there's, if there, if you guys want to see our take on someone huge, I mean, shoot them our way. Yeah. They're not, like, I don't have, like, Bundy or Dahmer in our lineup because a lot of people... Know their crimes and everything. We kind of we kind of like to do ones that aren't so well known. Yeah, and that's why we really appreciate Nate. So all of the submissions, it's people that like so like nobody's really heard of. So it's very interesting. I think think that's I think that's what makes us unique. Because I thought at first we were going to add, and we we will add rabbit holes in because Nate has suggested a few to us also, Um, and we'll bring those back around. Um, We'll touch more on that here in the future because I've got a. I've got to discuss it with my, my co-host, her. <laughs> but, guys, we love you guys so much. And everybody who keeps listening to us and sharing us around, we appreciate you a million times over. Yes. And we can never say thank you enough. We're just... It started off as a fun thing that me and Kelly did, and now it's... This is... Me and Shauna catch up a lot before and after recording. So, yes. it's been... It's brought us closer together in a different way, and it's been really awesome. And I appreciate it. It's helped my, my mental health, too. And, um... I just love it, and I love doing it, and I love learning about these people that I've never heard of before. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's mm-hmm. fascinating, and I'm glad I don't watch the show, because a lot of these are on Deadly Women, so if you watch that, cool, cool, cool. Um, that's awesome, and I love that Nate keeps suggesting cases for us. Um, we'll just, it'll be never-ending, and we're going to thank him every episode, because it means the world to us, so... All right, you beautiful Babylonians, until next week, Babylon! Babylon. 
And I'm Jennifer. We're the hosts of the podcast Inebriated Input. Every other week, we get drunk and answer your questions. Whether it's how to handle a breakup or your latest roommate drama or just what you should buy if you're getting a cat, we're here for you. While drinking. A lot. And being generally charming and funny. Inebriated Input is available on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or basically anywhere you listen to your podcasts. And you can find more info at inebriatedinput.com. Cheers! Cheers!